I hope you haven't been waiting around too long. I uh, hope you enjoyed the show and that you've got the good dose of ghost hunting we all love. Uh, I'll see you next time. Keep ghouling. You think you have to rid of me? <laughs> I told you said you got rid of it. So did I. May I suggest that shooting at loads probably isn't doing anything? And what the hell would you suggest instead, then? Well, I was going to say talk to it, but I think we may have passed that opportunity now. Oh, really? And what gave you that idea? Oh, you know, the fact you've unloaded a whole clip into it and that it's floating six feet in the air while I must add getting significantly larger and angrier. I brought you to this world and seek her darkness. She shall harm the inevitable tide. The seeds of this dimension's destruction have already been planted. Your foolish game is only accelerated the coming end. Arise, my brother. Hear my voice and claim the rightful place by your side. What the bloody hell is it gibbering on about now? We are eternal. You must fear us. Channel your fears and we must seek our bonds. Friend in my mouth. Oh God! Hold on. Oh God! It's everywhere. I've so lost my deposit. Caroline, your phone is ringing. Do you want me to bring it to you? I'll take that as a no. Then <laughs> I'm just going to answer it. Uh, hello, Caroline's phone? Uh, this is not Caroline speaking, but uh, how can I help you anyway? Giles, is that you? Is Caroline all right? Did it work? Dalton? Why are you phoning back again? I thought you'd gone running off with your tail between your legs. In a way, my dear chap, I had. I left the phone call assuming that everything was now under control, now that Caroline had arrived. Then about five minutes later, a very loud bang was reported from your end of the town. I thought it would be best that I check in again. Oh, how kind of you, Dalton. Well, what I can confirm is that that loud bang was your little doll friend getting rather big and floaty and then exploding like a beached whale. In fact, now my whole flat, Caroline and myself included, are drenched head to toe in demon gloop. Oh, goodness me, that is a rather dramatic turn of events. And here's me thinking the ritual would only have caused a slight pop. I may have misjudged it a tad. Dalton? <laughs> what do you mean, ritual? This has been all part of your crazy schemes all along. Well, my dear fellow, let me give you a bit of background on how events have unfolded from my side of things, if you have the time. Well, I'm no longer being mercilessly pursued by a Muppet with an anger problem, so why not? Go ahead. How do you tie into all of this, apart from letting the thing out in the first place? Well, you see, old chap, I did not let her out. Well, I mean, my physical presence did let her out, but I was not in control. Right, well, that's the strangest excuse I've ever heard. Uh, do go on. If you remember a few weeks back, we took the opportunity given to us to speak to your dear listener, Johnny's Sleep Demon. 
I let him speak through me. He got quite powerful, screwed your systems up. Do you remember? Weirdly enough, it's not an easy thing to forget. Well, it seems he was more powerful than I originally anticipated. And it may have turned out that by giving my body over to him, I did exactly what he wanted. And you didn't think about this as a possibility before you decided to channel his voice? Well, did you think about it? Well, I mean, I'm not an expert. I, yeah. Uh... Okay, no, I didn't think of that. Well, it seems that our assumptions of him being sent here may just have been right. It was a few days after our stint on air, the last thing I have clear memory of. It's just before the demon entered my body. I was finishing the chant when off in the corner of my eye came this skinless, babbling creature, just like the one Jonathan spoke of. It truly was hideous. It made me shiver with pure terror, and it knew it. Like a fool, I fed it more of my fear. I should have been stronger, but seeing it so close, smelling its stench, it would be enough to send any man fleeing for the hills. I should have stopped there. I knew that the more I feared it, the stronger it would become, the easier it would pass through into our realm from its, the harder it would be to control it. But I did not want to let the loyal listeners of your fine radio show down. You had promised them communication with a great unknown. You promised them this, so I must deliver. Hold up just a minute. Are you blaming me now for you taking on this sort of mutual possession, even though you knew you'd made it stronger? Well, yes, in a way I am. However, I must admit, a small part of what went wrong was down to me. Only a small part, eh? It being your idea in the first place, you making it stronger, you going ahead with it anyway. And you broadcast it all. All right, maybe I added a tiny little bit of peer pressure. You can say as much. Anyways, said demon possessed me, answered your questions, scared Jonathan half to death, and that was the end of it. The plan then was, for once you hung up the phone, a little box I had only just blessed would open nearby. And just by the power of pure will, he would leave and be stuck inside said blessed box. Unfortunately, there were some... Complications. Complications, huh? Even though I dread to ask, what complications may those have been? Well, you see, I have a cat. A cat with a particular love for boxes. Said cat decided that whilst I was channeling the voice of a demon from a realm that can only exist with our darkest fears, they would look for somewhere to sleep. Unfortunately for us, this happened to be on top of the box. This meant that when you hung up the phone, the mechanism I had put in place to open the box didn't happen because there was a great lump of cat sitting firmly on the lid of this box. Now, admittingly, this was not ideal. It meant that the box didn't open, and therefore the now rather powerful demon had full control of my body. Ah, that, that is one, one hell of a bugger. Indeed. Now, if you were not aware, I have amassed a small to moderate collection of spiritual artefacts. My aim always being to contain those which could not be destroyed. This meant that my house was filled with characters like Helene, 
and certain other not-so-safe beings. You know, I've got a terrible feeling I don't know where this is going. Now, as I'm sure you are aware, Helene was let out of her box. Oh, I am much more than aware. In fact, don't have mentioned it, I am still covered head to toe in her lane gloop. No, don't worry, you did mention it. Anyways, it seems my cat really likes to sleep, and so stayed on the box for nearly two days. Now what this meant was that the demon that was now in control of my body had more than enough time to go around my entire house and unlock everything that he could find. This, unfortunately, lends me to believe that Helene might not be the only visitor you have coming your way. I whooped a flipping do. So, what can I expect? More psychotic dolls? How about a mannequin with the face of someone I knew? Or maybe a little boy with a sack over his head? Or are we going to go the full hog? Should I be expecting a whole army of the Walking Dead shuffling over my lawn just to tell me that they've enjoyed the show? Come now, don't be ridiculous. For starters, I wouldn't have enough room for that many undead in my house. One or two at most. No, I just think you should be wary. I'm going to have a look through my notes, see if I can find any idea of where they might have gone. Well, that's a good start. I guess I'll just hold up here and wait for the next of your nightmare captures to come wandering by. Fantastic. I will get started right away. Oh, one more quick thing. Oh god, yes, what is it? It seems we might have a connection between everything that is going on. Now, if you remember rightly, both Helene's story and the one you read about the old couple at the hotel, they both had mention of a lady in white, correct? Yes, they did. Possibly the most common and generic thing for any ghost story to have. What's your point, Dalton? I think she might be the fabled Lady of Aberystwyth. She may be the key to this all. Giles, you have to find out what... Dalton? Dalton, are you there? Damn, he's gone again. The Lady of Aberystwyth, huh? Huh. You know, I might just have an idea. everybody now before i begin let me just say what a pleasure it is to be back on your airwaves so soon after our last show and that's because this week is a very special episode of good morning from radio 6 one where we very much need your help so without further ado my name is Giles phillips i'm going to be your guide through all things spooky and strange in this here welsh town now as always this week i'm joined once again by caroline uh, actually hold that thought caroline are you ready to go live yet I'll take that as a no. Sorry, folks. It seems like Caroline is um uh, occupied at the moment, uh, so she won't be joining us right away. Anyways, I'm sure we'll be able to have a great show nonetheless. Now, as you may have realised, this is not our usual Tuesday morning slot, and that's because for the first time in GM Radio 6 history, we're asking for your help on a new investigation that is affecting us these very moments. Now, you may remember a fair few episodes back, we brought in some help from a man named Dalton, who claimed he could communicate with other callers Johnny's sleep demon. Uh, since then, we've been pursued by a multitude of technical issues and um, unexpected guests. 
Uh, now, what we've been able to deduce so far is that when Dalton let the demon come forth, it may have given him more power than any of us could have imagined. I'm going to backtrack a bit now and refresh some of your memories. As we've come to discover, Aberish with seems to lie on a sort of trans-dimensional fault line. According to Dalton and the mass of resources he keeps passing my way, the reason for our little Welsh town being so haunted is because of these fault lines. Now, Aberystwyth has a large influx of students every year, dramatically increasing the population. And with them, they bring their hopes, their fears, their love and their hate. Now, this epicentre of emotions, along with the already weaker fault line, leads to the large increase of spectral activity. So, this high intensity of sometimes negative emotions has led to many unwanted visitors come through from their dimension into ours. Now, if I'm honest with you, I don't exactly understand this stuff. I'm just reading it off a notes page. Don't email me. Whatever, that's not the point. <laughs> we have a suspicion that there is one correlating factor related to all of this. That of the mysterious White Lady of Aberystwyth. Now, what we are asking you for is for you or anyone you know, if you may have any information about this figure. When did she start appearing? Where did she come from? What are her intentions? Have you got any stories of your own that include this mysterious lady? Please get in contact with us on welcome to radio 6 at gmail.com or use hashtag GMRadio6 on Twitter. The phone lines are open as always, so call us now and let's get right to the bottom of this. Okay, straight off the bat, we've got our first caller. Hello there, you're speaking to Giles on Good Morning from Radio 6. Can I ask who I'm speaking with today? Yee-haw-hee, it's me, the Mountain Sprite. The Mountain Sprite? Oh, yes, that's me, me. Can you solve my riddles today? Look, mate, I've already had enough weird goings-on and a mountain sprite that asks riddles. I'm going to be honest and say I don't think we have the time right now. Uh, maybe after we sorted out our current um, uh, problem. Can you phone back then, OK? Is it answers that you seek? Then do not wait until next week. Happy to improve your day, I be. If you solve my riddles, yee Okay, clearly you're not planning on going anywhere. Look, I'm guessing you phoned because you know we're looking for help. So, first off, before I even think about answering any riddles, do you know something about this white lady of Aberystwyth? I do know of who you speak. If answers you want, do not critic. Okay, sure. So, if I solve your riddles, then you'll tell us what you know about the lady, right? Mr. Giles behind the mic. Solve my riddles to make things right. I mean, come on, that's beyond vague. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? This isn't the weirdest thing to happen to me today, and I'll very much doubt it'll be the last. So I'll solve your three riddles at... Riddles three! Okay, sorry. I'll try and solve your middle three. We need all the help we can get. If you're ready, then I'll begin. Oh, sorry, I was waiting for you to rhyme something with it. Yeah, sure, I'm ready. Let's go. Riddle business, if I have it, I shouldn't share it. Because if I share it, I won't have it. What is it? Well, I mean, um, it could, I guess it could be a lot of things. Uh, now, I, I'm particularly thinking about the, the sharing part. If I share it, I won't have it. I mean, yeah, that, that works. Okay, I think I've got it. Is it... 
one of those large sharing bags of crisps. Because, now, hear me out on this, when you have it, you have a full bag to yourself. But if you share it, then you'll no longer have a full bag to yourself. Do you see where I'm coming from? That, um, certainly is, is an answer. I mean, it's not the one I was looking for, but it is technically correct, so, well, it's only the first riddle. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Well, you really just have given up on the rhyming now, haven't you? Do you want me to take your point away? Well, I've seen you try and write a load of rhymes. It's not easy, you know. Yes, sorry. Uh, I'd very much like to keep the point, thanks. Uh, can we move on to riddle two now, please? Apology accepted. Riddle be this. I am the beginning of sorrow and the end of sickness. There's no happiness without me, nor is there sadness. I am always in risk, yet never in danger. You will find me in the sun, but I am never out of darkness. Right, got to start off by just admitting I kind of phased out halfway through that one as it went on a hell of a long time. Uh, something about the end of sickness and beginning of sorrow. I don't know, death? Death. No happiness without me. You will find me in the sun. Some people can be happy about others dying. Ding dong, the witch is dead, making it to number one, for example. But it's not death. It's the, it's the letter S, beginning of sorrow, end of sickness, you see? So I... I don't get a point for that one, then? Well, what do you think? I mean, I thought it was an alright guess. No, you can't have a bloody point! Right, final riddle. You saw me when I... Are you going to say riddle me this? Don't push your luck, mate. Fine. Riddle me this. You saw me where I never was, and where I could not be. And yet within that very place, my face you often see. Well, what am I? Oh, that's easy. Your reflection. What? How did you... That would barely make sense to me. I thought you came up with them. Oh, so now you expect me to rhyme and create my own riddles? Unbelievable. I'm about in sprite of a bloody student creative writing. Okay, sure. So I get a point then? Yes, have your damn point. Not sure you got away with that one. So, do you have any information for me? That's kind of why I took part in this whole riddle escapade in the first place. Well, let me see. Ahem. As two of three you did achieve, all these words of gold shall have thee, but your firstborn shall belong to me. I'm sorry, what? Fleet what you down, you may try, but I will find you by the by. Hold on, can we back up a bit for maybe just a sec? Uh, what's this whole firstborn thing? Whether it be that you shall run, your firstborn I shall... have. Rhyme it does not, but I don't care. For your child I shall snare. Honestly, very lost right now. I thought you phoned in because you knew something about the White Lady of Aberystwyth, the creepy ghost figure that keeps turning up in the stories around here. If I'd known you were planning to summon some drivel about kidnapping children, I think I might have reconsidered letting you on. So, I'll ask one last time. Do you know anything about the White Lady of Aberystwyth? Um, um, no, sir, I don't. Well, what a waste of time that all turned out to be. Right, if anyone else would like to phone in, may I please remind you to actually have some information that could be of value to us? Not to sound annoyed, uh, but I'd rather not be owing any more of my unborn children to weirdos who live in the mountains. Dude, please, just hang up and go. Is he definitely gone? Not gonna pop up again with a badly formed rhyme? No? 
good. Well, folks, I've got to be honest, that was a lot less successful than I thought it was going to be. Let's have a quick look at the emails we've received. We've had a few come in. All right, this one looks interesting. Oh, my God, it goes on a bit. Ugh. Right. Okay, well, I'll, I'll just read you the start of this, see if any of you lot can decipher it, because I am a tad lost. It reads, Dear Giles, please help quickly. It will not help as the rest did, but please be a witness and keep the message. Why is this coincidence repeated again? It is inevitable that you would take the subject seriously and the use of force in the investigation because the donkey can only understand the stick. These donkeys are deceptive. This inevitably imagines what will be said in the investigation and find answers prepared in advance. If you register every time you copy and paste, the human mind would have spontaneously forgotten and changed the style. Help. No, not a clue. Well, if anyone knows uh, anything about these deceptive donkeys, then please get in touch with us via email at welcome to radio 6 gmail.com and please make sure your email makes slightly more sense than that one did. Uh, or you can use hashtag GMRadio6 on Twitter. Hashtag Deceptive Donkeys. Now, I think on that note, it doesn't look like we're going to get many answers this week. So I think that's all we have time for on this special episode. <laughs> As always, I do very much hope that you've enjoyed the show. Now, remember, please keep getting in contact with us about anything unusual that may be happening to you or those you know in these very confusing and uncertain times. An extra note today, please stay safe. We really don't know what we're getting ourselves into here. And most importantly, do not be afraid. Fear is what seems to feed them. It's what allows them to get through. Do not let them use that for their advantage. Once again, stay safe. I've been your host, Jazz Phillips. This has been Good Morning from Radio 6. Keep ghouling. Okay, Caroline, the show is done now. Are you feeling any better? Huh. <sighs> I think I've got all the goop off me. Still a bit funny taste in my mouth, though. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's, uh, it's sort of tangy. Like you've eaten an orange that went off about three months ago. Oh, God, look at the state of this room. It's going to take months to get the stains out of the carpet. Why do all the worst things happen to me? Ah, uh, Giles? Yes, Caroline? I think... Things are about to get a lot worse for us both. I already know I'm really going to regret asking this, but what nightmare is coming for us now? Well, I think you should come to the window and uh, look for yourself. Maybe get over here rather quickly. Uh. All right, against all my better judgment, here I come. Where am I supposed to be looking? Just over there. You see the line of the trees? Well... If you look, what, three or four trees in? Oh, uh, I see what you mean. Yeah, that that could be a problem. What should we do? I mean, as long as we keep an eye on her, we'll know where she is. She can't harm us then. Right? Well, if you're willing to believe that, then so am I. Because I do not have any alternatives. I do still have my gun, though. Caroline, if I'm honest, the last thing I think is going to help right now is you running outside, waving a damn thing around as you try and shoot a creepy ghost lady. 
a creepy ghost lady that seems to be getting closer ever so quickly. You know, this is one of those things I just wish I'd never started. All I wanted to do was have a nice little radio show. We could talk about the slightly spooky yet silly ghost stories that people had. How was I supposed to know that ABBA was a bloody portal to a ghost dimension? Now we've had psychotic sleep demons, murderous dolls, and our creepy ghost lady. It's all this damn town's fault. Come now, Charles. I can see you're getting upset, but remember what you said? We mustn't fear them because it will make them, um, spookier or something. Ah, yes. My exact words. Thank you once again for the reassurance in this matter, Caroline. I feel oh so much safer now. Oh, God, look, she's right in the middle of the road now. Yeah, she is definitely coming this way. Rather quickly, too. Whoa, she she does not look, uh, happy. I never thought it'd be easy to tell what emotions a ghost was feeling, but no, you're right, she looks pissed. I bet someone really annoyed her. Yes, Caroline, I don't know if that has crossed your mind, but I think that person that annoyed her may very well be me. You make a fair point there. Well, good luck, I'm out of here. Well, where the hell are you going? Away from here, at least until I've thought of a better plan on how to manage what's going on. You can't just leave me with her. Look, I'll come back once I've found out how to stop her. Till then, you just keep her busy. Oh, sure. Yeah, no problem. I bet we've got loads we can talk about while she splits me head from toe. That's the spirit. Right, I'll be back in no time. See ya! Caroline, wait! Caroline! Caroline, have you gone? You know, I can't turn round to see because I'll lose where the creepy lady is. Caroline, please answer. Oh, damn it. Okay, Jals, stay calm. This will all be over soon, one way or another. Oh, no, it's just like the ring. Am I going to pick this up and be dead in seven days? Oh, screw it at this point. I'm probably dead anyways. Hello? That was Good Morning from Radio 6, Episode 7, starring Peter Collins, Daisy Robson Bailey, and Kitty Croft. Good Morning from Radio 6 was written by Peter Collins with additional material by members of the cast. It was an independent production. 